My name is David Fatoinbu and you're listening to the Upside Down Podcast. guys and you know where it is see you clicked on upside podcast so you know it's upside podcast i don't tell you you're listening to the upside podcast you know it's the upside podcast um today it's a very beautiful day and um you know i have a co-host who's trying to behave like a listening pastor does not want to talk ah. <laughs> do i have to introduce you before you talk <laughs> like you what you, you need to talk like it was pastor. You're obviously pastors now. You know you're obviously you want to do proper introduction. I'm like, guy, you you're you're regular here. Why are you call okay, it? Pastor that they introduce what you. is Yeah, this yeah, that's before you not come on the on the trip to have you. Yeah. Okay. Of course. <coughs> so better talks. Anyway, hi everybody. I said hello already. Yes. So collect he- your hello. He- hello um, everyone. Um, yeah. It's your boy Diho. We know who it is. I don't understand. Wait, excuse me. You have to open up the, your, your horizon. You have to open up the idea that we have new listeners listening to this episode. Yeah. Yeah. You see? You see yourself? No. Nah. Oh, it's been a while. How are you both? I'm alright. I'm fine. Yeah. How was your week? It was, it was okay. It was alright. That's good. Yeah. Uh, we also have a guest. Right? Yes, we have a guest in our midst now. A guest, legend, legend, legend has it that this that? guest killed. Oh dear! <laughs> this guest killed a giant with nothing other than a pebble. Yes, as you guessed, his name is David. Now, David I'm... is, you know, a dear friend of mine. Oh, um, he's a businessman. He is mm-hmm. highly intelligent, although he likes to hide it because he always says stupid things. But it's alright; we will allow it. Sometimes. Let's be the judge now, <laughs> or whether he says stupid things. <laughs> but I think as it sounds intelligent, though his tone sounds intelligent. So his tone sounds intelligent. You know, some guys have some people have like intelligent tone, like their voice. No, I don't. Like, know. Okay, Sorry. this one. No, I don't. Know. I don't yeah, because your own is not intelligent. That's why. No, 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 no. No, no. Yes, 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 yes. Sorry. See, see what we are talking. We are making making our our guests feel very shy. Sorry. Um, Hello, guests. Hi, David. Hello. Um, Welcome to our show where we are free to talk. Um, We can be unhinged sometimes, but we try and behave ourselves. We we, we can be unhinged sometimes, but like we're trying to control our ourselves. And um, yeah, welcome. Welcome to the show. How are you, David? Hi, thanks for having me. Um, so f- first of all, right, I mean, if, if David introduced me as the one who killed Goliath, because his name is also David, so I'm wondering yes. who the original David is. Mm. <laughs> you have a point. We are many. <laughs> there's plenty. I swear, there's plenty of you, because our last episode, we had a David on, on, on the show as well, so you're our second yeah. David. Well, yeah, second David as a guest. Yeah. yeah. I'm the third David. I'm the first one. 
just Mado. thought it was important to point that out. <clears throat> why are you so self-centered like this? Like, no one's talking about you, but you must turn it around to yourself. Of course, anyway. I'm the center of attraction. Uh, Always. What do you mean? And sure. that's interesting. Of course. Anyway, so David, why don't you just, you know, give us a rundown. Tell, tell the people who you are. I mean, I know who you are, but tell them, you know, who you are. Just basic okay. stuff. Okay. Okay, thank you. Th- again, thank you for having me on your podcast. And, um, my name is David, David Fatwimbo. Um, like David said, let me say Dehove is one of my very good friends. Uh, we met in university and I think we're roommates like all through. Yeah. <laughs> for all four years, we were roommates. <laughs> so like it really made our friendship, you know, really unique. And, um, oh, that's nice. Out of school. What I do is business, you know, focused on agriculture. But um, I also look at business outside of the industry. That's, you know, other industries outside of agriculture because I'm more interested in, you know, the economy, politics, news, and all those kind of things. It's not that I'm not interesting, but, you know, I also have other things I, I listen to, you know, like sports, entertainment, and all that. So, yeah, um, that's, I would say that's just a very small, you know, uh, roundup about myself. And uh, always looking forward to meeting new people as well, very social. So thank you again. Yeah. Oh, oh that's it's, nice. Yeah, it's, it's actually... Gentleman, I like it. David, uh, well, you say your friends with people like that, you, you are just Raz. See your mate. <laughs> Me, Raz. Raz. Hey, well, anyway, um, thank you so much for coming and, you know, uh, what's the call? What's the word? Blessing <laughs> us with your presence. Raz now? Stop it! Goodness. Like I'm in a very excited mood. Can't speak English. See, look, English is not my first language, so how will it be your it first language? You're from the country of Razites, <laughs> and you're a friend of from. You're also my friend, so you're laughing. I don't understand. We are both guilty. We are, are no, associated with yeah. us. You know, you have to pity people not that really are, are not from your 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 level, so that they will not feel well, bad I'm, about themselves. <laughs> See, see, don't let's start, please. We have we have guests. Behave yourself. So, so David, how was your week? Not Jehovah, it's David, the real David, the original David. I'm talking to. How was how was your week? Normally, so when we talk, we talk about our week, how our week went, what we've learned. You know, if it was stressful, express that. You know, this was safe space. Express yourself. Um, okay, um, so my my week was actually very. It started off normal, and I think it, it ended eventful. Because um, oh, okay, so at, at the I think that was on Thursday, yeah, on Thursday, you know, I had an event that I had to attend, and uh, basically it was um, a gathering of you know, community of influencers, and um, we had this. Well, I'm, I'm not going to call it now, like a social gathering, you know, just oh, cool. um, having them around and having to host them as well. So we did a bit of games night and stuff. So yeah, it was kind of interesting because I met another new set of people again, you know, like different personalities. And, you know, as I would always say, I feel like right now there's no gathering I go to that will meet a Covenant University student. Yeah, you all are everywhere, <laughs> to everywhere. be honest. <laughs> so yeah, um, it was, it was um, I would say that was how I ended my report. My week started off just normal, normal work, normal ups and down, traffic and everything. See, see, I don't know. Yes. I, sorry, I don't. <laughs> I don't know how. See, 
I don't know how David and other people do this thing. Like, it's not see, it's not that I hate people, though. I'm I'm not that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that. But for me, <laughs> for me, if we say, okay, ah, there's this social gathering, oh man, I don't it's like I don't know. Once I hear it, it's like somebody just took syringe in my back and just starts really? sucking out all the life and energy from that. Like, hey Jesus Christ. So you have like a social battery basically. I, I have the same to a certain extent. Yeah, like, for me, when I go to social stuff, I'm like hiding behind the camera or just hiding in the kitchen somewhere. I was like, there, but I was not there. No, I think okay, yeah, I, I agree. You know, with that whole kind of like social gathering battery kind of thing. I, I think everybody yeah. has that. I just think that everyone has different types of battery with different strengths that can go on for longer. Do you get like okay, like like, <laughs> like David now? Someone like someone like someone like um Kofo now. That's someone who went to school with. Kofo seems like someone that her battery is I don't know, lithium, triple A, she can go for five parties in one day and she'll be fine <laughs> to get and talk to people and all that kind of thing me ah I'm a, once i don't follow like three people talk it's not like it's, it's not like, okay yeah it's, and it's not like i don't like people or i feel like i'm anything or myself or anything like that. it's not that it's just i feel exhausted like mm. literally and you know the funny thing about it personally is that when i am in such gatherings i participate you get um mm. you know i talk well i make jokes i'm you know friendly but it's like in order to do that as well as i have done or at least at least from what people say my friends and all that it's like it takes out so much energy from me that i'm like oh I'm, i don't want to do that again for like another two weeks or another week you get so when people are like oh mm. i'm going to, or going out like my cousin is like ah well i'm going i'm going to this place i'm going to the guy Going with go and stay your house. <laughs> like I'm what done. are you? Where, where <laughs> I, stay out. I don't know. So that, I don't know. So that's just me, Shah. Uh, I, I don't know how people do it. Oh, okay. So hope since you've started talking, I think I know I've asked how was your week, but this is my proper question. Like, how was your week? Tell us in detail. What did you do? I know you did not go out since you don't like going out. So what did you do? <laughs> well, um I well mostly work work um what else and sending me tiktoks i've not seen half of them yet sorry uh, no i know it's fine i don't <laughs> no, no it's fine see david do you know do you know do you know what do you know what happened david, have you ever sent somebody you know when you watch a video yeah and the video is very nice or it's funny and then you send it to somebody that you know will also find it funny but the person just ignores you. Has, has that thing ever happened no, to you? Ignore. Hey, wait, no, I don't so, ignore you. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I'm talking to David. Hey, David. Has that ever happened yeah. to you before? Yes, yeah, so plenty of times. Yeah, plenty of times. always a woman, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> so wait. When it happens, how does that make you feel? Uh, I don't even know. I'm just, I, I feel like... I feel like I'll just confront the person. Ah, was it not funny to you? <laughs> <laughs> maybe your taste has changed. Let me know. Exactly, it's not even that. You see, maybe you I can person, explain I, my I, week. I, I like, hey, sorry, 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 sorry. I like what you just said. Maybe your taste has changed. Please let me know. You know, because it feels like the other person is becoming a totally different human being. And if that's the case, don't I like what it's courteous to let the other person know. Ah, sorry. You're so... I've changed. <laughs> 
this doesn't this doesn't interest me anymore sorry this doesn't fit into my palette so you let your other person know <laughs> ah baby i don't send i see guy i don't send <laughs> i don't even feel talk if i if i talk again say, can i explain i know can i explain explain what i have to explain now because you can't just oh, yeah, like explain. you know throw stuff at me and I'll be like, I'll just take it like that. I have to explain myself. Yeah. At least more defense, if anything. Okay, you're right. I wasn't, no, you're not right in the sense of ignoring. I wasn't ignoring you, <laughs> obviously. But I've had a very, very busy week. Like this whole week has been mad, okay? So, first of all, I had to cover an event. So I do photography on the side. So I was invited to do um, photography stuff for, for an event anyway. So I was on my feet all day right mm-hmm. and then it has involves a lot of traveling as well okay so that was another audio yeah. and then from that i had to also travel to work mm. so it has been a mad week i'm just starting to catch up with all the things you sent me like yesterday mm. <laughs> so mm. i just want to use this like to just i'm so sorry Hope. like you know i'm never like this now it's always ah. like this i'm always like <coughs> when i reply to your videos what's going on <laughs> What oxygen will hold you there <laughs> at your coffee? Let the oxygen hold you. Sis knows. But like, for real, like, you know, it's not always like that. It's just been a very D- crazy D- week D- for me. David. But David. Just winding down. <laughs> Have you ever wait? Say you don't David. Wait, hold on. It's only David here. So oh okay, fine, fine, fine. Since you have a friend now, yeah, your friend is here. You don't know me again. It's okay. I'll just shut up. It's all right. Ah, uh, see, see, she's trying to turn it around. All right. She's trying to turn it around. I will right. finish what I want to say. David, <laughs> you don't get. Uh, uh, we know as it they go now. You, got, you don't get days where you. you so know, me, say I don't know. You day very busy, right? But person go send you something. You go still at least spare that five minutes. Just check on quickly. As as I ever, I, I mean, was on the wait, move. Ah, wait, I'm talking to David now. I even <laughs> apologized, guy. <laughs> Oh, I'm God. not <laughs> David. I'm not spicy put, today for you. David, I'm not spicy. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Few, few times, but I feel like uh, we should just. How would I would, I like put it now. Let Let's just take our word. <laughs> Thank you. Take my word. Take my word because I'm actually honest. Because take my word. There are sometimes here yeah, that one could be really busy. Yeah, I mean you can't be busy all through the seconds of the day, but. You have like five minutes. Ah, some people minutes. are like that too. Dave, see, David, Dave, if I if some I see, like if I tell too. you what happened to me, you will not believe it. I promise you. By the time I'm done being busy, I'm like super tired. Before you know it, I'm gone. I'm waking up the next day and we're going all over again. So it's like I honestly like I just started watching his videos yesterday. So I'm just catching up with everything that he sent. I'm even nice. Just I like, normally people will not be like just send the last one you sent and just pretend like I've seen the rest. But I'm actually honest and nice. I said, okay, I'm starting like, from the top. Like, like, I'll be. That, that's that's another set of people though. Yes. They will just watch the last video you sent them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they will, they, they exactly. will act like they're not they're not <laughs> after the seeing the rest. Ah no, ah. See, exactly. Heard. At least I'm going back <laughs> to the top. I walk my way down. I like heard, you're welcome. Hello. I heard I I heard one statement. I don't know if it was when we were in university. That somebody said that people that leave people on red, they think they've made it. <laughs> that people that, that was, and it, I don't respond is that you think they've made it in life they are not serious but that thing is funny sir. well anyway oh, I think as I've yeah. just expressed that you know different people have different batteries for physical social gardeners maybe some people also have different batteries for uh, text messaging some people like you know I've heard that some people are not very good at it 
like they they say it like ah, I'm a, I know Sabi text too. So I think maybe in our various relationships that we have with you know all the people in our lives, we should be sensitive to the fact that maybe some people are their battery is not quite as good in some certain areas as other people. It doesn't necessarily mean that yeah. they don't love you or they care less about you or anything like that. It may not, it may be, it may be that too. Maybe they, maybe they don't send you. Maybe they think you're smelling. Why are you always negative? <laughs> but, Why? But, but it may also be that, you know, they're just different in that regard to maybe some other people that you have in your life. Anyway. Is there another set oh. of people though? Do we have a, in terms of that party and stuff? Like, there are people who would go to the party but would rather be very busy, maybe helping out with the kitchen or feeding, serving people. You know, they just don't want to be like quote unquote idol in one place. They want mm. to just be proactive. I don't know if there's there's a class of people like that, but I fall under that class. I hate being like, I, I've gone. Someone invites me for a party and I'm just there sitting down. I should enjoy it, but I would I won't be feeling. I don't feel doesn't feel right i have to be proactive i think if just wash plates in the back i think the only one for me <laughs> although the only exception i have to you know just my own you know my own personality where is like when i'm with my family like with my extended family that one doesn't really you know it doesn't really affect me too much that one i can stay there for mm. for hours in fact days so does that mean does that mean you don't like people outside of your extended family and your family basically that's <laughs> what i'm getting from this <laughs> <laughs> it's that's not like that now here. come on no 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 i don't know it's just okay, I, it's just easier to just not um i don't know it's just easier to just chill and relax with the extended family mm. for me sure anyway okay makes sense Normally, we would talk about like uh, what's happening in the news and stuff. I just thought, uh, scratch that. There's a lot happening. There's no point in talking about it. So I have a dig. <laughs> so we'll just go straight to our topic. Wait, let, let, <laughs> let, 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 let me let me let me ask. No, 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 no. no it's, it's on the topic. I want to break okay, into good. the topic with this question. So, David, right, okay. you know, as a businessman, do you have? I just want to ask you now. Do you have lights where you are right now? <laughs> He I'm laughs in Chinese. Eh? I, have, I have light, but it's my generator. Eh, you don't get light. No. See this, see this, my... This. I'd ask you, say, okay, let me ask you the way you understand. Say you get Nepa. Say Nepa. Do. <laughs> say Nepa. Do. Okay. Okay. Uh, you see? So that's, you know, what, you know, we want to talk a little bit about you know, business in Nigeria and, you know, some of the difficulties that, you know, someone can face, especially, you know, someone that's really young and all of that. And, you know, seeing as you're a businessman, I think it's apt that, you know, we have this conversation with you. So let's start with power. How much, how much difficulty do you think a young person faces now with the you know, state of power supply if, you know, they want to start a business, even a small, a small business, or is it something that's just overblown and, you know, you can do it, Joe, don't worry about that one, sort it out yourself. Well, um, I, I think, so, so first of all, it depends on the nature of the business, right? Yeah. If your business has to do with something that requires, uh, you know, constant need of power, then in Nigeria, yeah. I don't know how you want to do it, Joe, but that means you need to either you have enough capital to buy a good generator to run the business, or you look for some deep pocketed investors, you know, that could help you 
because the cash flow again is going to tell on the cash flow, right? Um, right now, diesel is, I don't even know the price, but it's always skyrocketing every, almost every week. Yeah. You know, so. This is really expensive. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you understand, like, you always have to fuel, fuel that generator to keep the business going. So, a lot of cost is going into that just to get power running every day, you know, in the business. So, it can be very crazy. And, you know, when you think about, when you think about the cost that goes into just running, like operating the business yeah. itself, operation cost, you know, so I always had, me, uh, my mindset is being in strategy, right? I'm very cost conscious. So anything I'm doing, I always figure out how can I do it better with minimal cost, you know, and achieve maximum results for what I'm doing. Yeah. So I'm always looking <clears> at <throat> different opportunities and avenues that we can cost. Mm. Don't have don't have well I, I i have i have a fiscal office but i don't go there every day sometimes I don't, there are even weeks that i don't go there yeah <laughs> because everybody you know, i try to work remotely you know and every of my other team members we just do remote. but i feel like even for the next couple of years if we're, when we're able to you know continue sustaining the business i feel it's just going to continue being remote because i don't see the reason because you know i've, I've forecasted it and i'm like why do we actually need um, a physical a place, of, yeah, where you yeah, have to buy you know, petrol, run water, you know, mm-hmm. re- no repairs. Yeah, like the nature of what we do doesn't really. We don't. We won't be having um, meetings with you know foreign clients, and well, maybe if the business venture into something else, right? We could yeah. go into that, but. If not, there's really no need. Yeah. <laughs> so let me give you this. Let me give you this instance. And I feel like young young people also, um, I would say it's like a level of show off. So there is a particular lady I know, she's into real estate. Just started out. She's doing very fine. She has properties she sells in the I'm sorry, on the island. And um most of most of the times all our clients meet are on the field. But when you see these girls of this, Jesus. Is <laughs> she spent a lot and she's always paying rent on that office, going as high as you know two million every year. And I'm, I, I told her that you don't need this office because most of the times your clients are meeting you on the field where the properties are, they don't come to your office. So, all these you know things that you've just done now in, in the office, like a waste of money. I don't know if you guys understand what where, where, yeah. where I'm going. Yeah, so, sense. it's yeah. not really. I mean, the, the expense is just a lot and it's not speaking so much to, you know, your revenue at the end of the day because you're yeah, just having the office to just sit down, dress very well, you sit down, you take pictures, you put, basically appeasing your social your social class, you know, that, yeah, I've arrived. Not necessary. <laughs> Nobody's looking at that. Well, I mean, okay. take the, stars, maybe, the richest, um, sorry? You know, I, I, you yeah, I was going to say that. Maybe, I think, I think there's a strategy I mean, I don't know her personally, and it may be that she's just doing it, you know, unnecessarily. But I think there's this, there might be a strategy behind that, considering, you know, the field, the industry she's operating in, real estate. When you're dealing with real estate and anything land, a smart client is their default setting is distrust. So mm. there, and you know, the onus is now on the person you are doing business with to prove 
that they are worthy of your trust. And if setting up a nice professional office space helps you gain that trust to some degree, as a smart business person as well, maybe you do that. And maybe that's what she's trying to do by having, you know, that little space where it says, okay, we're a legit business. We are not trying to, you know, pull scam, scam you or pull any fast <laughs> one. We're legit. We're here. We're fully operational and we're here to meet your demands and all of that. And, you know, so I think in that industry, you know, where trust is, you know, part of the currency, having some symbol of establishment, it doesn't necessarily have to be fancy, but a proper symbol of establishment might go a long way, you know, in attracting people to you that, okay, fine, this person is legit. So I don't know, maybe that's that's just, maybe that's what she's trying to say. I don't know, that's my opinion, Sha. So yeah, I, like, I, I mean, I totally understand your point. But my question is, why did she spending so much money? You mm. get. Mm. <laughs> I mean, okay. she's yeah, she's she's young, right? And she just started out. She things are moving fine. I think that's the level where you would really want to gain as many um, cash as possible that's to yeah. something to watch what comes. Being as cost effective so, as possible. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, you can actually get a property. I mean, an office building or an office space somewhere on the mainland. Less cost, you know. I mean, because as she's there now, there are other things she'll be paying apart from just rent. You get because by the time tax, Lagos State tax guys come in, they see your office now, they're like, ah, this person is <laughs> But then again, if you think about it, is it possible that she, she has like a target audience and her target audience is the island? So, you know, in order to. Yeah, for commuting and things like that, them. exactly. And also attract them as well. Like, oh, there's yeah. a real estate on the island. You get, you know, come in, they'll serve you with tea or champagne. You know, the whole, they call it packaging. You get, yeah. so it's maybe that kind of, um, what we call okay, it, that kind of use, mentality me, or that kind of. You know? Let me use someone else as an example, right? This one yeah. Also into real estate. He had, he had, I mean, he started off also, like, you guys move from, from C as well. Hmm. Everywhere. Yeah, he has properties to sell on the island. When he started, he was living in Songo. <laughs> <laughs> and now the guy, as in, the guy is actually doing very well now. He has moved away from Songo. But my point is, he was he was able to strategize right now. So I feel like, I feel like, um, I mean, maybe I'll say this later in the podcast, but I feel there's a difference between you know, planning and strategy, right? Strategy, mm-hmm. like, helps you to get where you want to be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know that the next move you are making is going to help you to get where you want to be. But planning is like, oh, I want this, I want this, I want that. You know, I need to five, five, I need to hire five staff, I need to do, but why do you need to do this? That's what strategy answers. Mm-hmm. So, I feel, you know, a lot of, I, my, my, I'm just trying to advise that young people should try to build, you know, as much um, cash as possible to, mm. you know, mm. venture into that atmosphere as proper that they want to be in. Because when you look at people from people who are wealthy, who have had successful businesses, this was really how they did it. They were very frugal about their spending when they started. That launched them into the, their next realm of wealth and stuff. So, mm. 
Well, I guess it depends on each person's um, aspiration and dream. Yeah. I think, okay, from that, I think my own takeaway is that, you know, as much as you want to plan a business, you should not allow that overshadow your ability or skill of strategizing. You know, kind of like, don't take your eye off the big picture, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's that's my own major takeaway. Strategy and then planning. Know the difference and know where your decisions need to be, you know, as far as your money, your business's money is concerned. Okay. Yeah. That's a fine takeaway for me. <clears throat> Thank you, Prof. David. It's <laughs> a <laughs> Prof. David. But, it's, but I'm kind of intrigued about that, um, that bit you mentioned because would you say... You know, because we have this culture of wanting to show success. <laughs> you know, you know, wanting to show success online. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Of like, yeah. You know, so is it a thing of okay? Um, yes, I've just started. However, I have my this person is looking at me. I have to prove that you know this this path I've take I've taken. You know, is a good path or whatever it may be, and I'm doing well. So I have to make sure they know that you know I'm doing great. So when I take picture and I say I'm in my office, I'm like, oh my god, wow! You have PS5 in your office, you know, you have this in your office, you know, you have there's flat screen TV, you know, shiny, shiny. Ah, this girl is made, you know. So I be this big, big girl, small girl, I be small girl, big girl. All of those things, yeah. You know, just that kind of thing is it's a is that kind of thing i think it's a kind of culture as well like what do you guys think i think that also plays a part to just prove that you're successful you know even if you might not feel like you've gotten that success yet but you have to show it that you know this thing i've decided to do is working and it's working for me beautifully you know what do you guys think hmm, okay Okay, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the whole wants to go. Yeah, first. yeah. Let me. Let me. Okay. So, <laughs> there, there are a number of things that I want to say about this thing. Okay. So first thing, this culture of wanting to show off. Yes, it is. It is. It is prevalent in our in our. <laughs> if I, it's ubiquitous in our society. Is everywhere. Oh God, be everybody. Watch. I beg. What's your I be lubricators. What does that mean? <laughs> lubricators. <laughs> What does that mean? Please break it down, Professor Hove. Ubiquitous. <laughs> oh, you bu- see, ubiquitous. Enunciate your words, fam. Ah, enunciate. Hello, I'm a British. <laughs> I'm I'm not one. I'm just. I used to watch British movies. You get so I tried to copy them. No vex. But yeah, <laughs> I, I was about to make a race uh, joke. So, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I know you're going to make a race joke. Anyway, moving on. Funny guy. So. Um, okay, so you've not, you've not defined that big word, though, guy. You uh, can't just okay, sorry, yeah, ubiquitous. So, for example, yeah, uh, smartphones have become ubiquitous since the advancement of technology. Do you understand? Breaking context, you I don't get you're still yes, not explaining now, what it I'm is. Using, I'm trying to explain it with using contextual clues. So, why did you pause like that? Like, oh, like we're going to get it, yes, like, now, oh. I'm going to get it now. Oh, no, dear. <laughs> okay. Defi- it's like define a woman. You say, oh, a woman is someone that feels like a woman. No, sense. that's not. No, 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 no. That's a secular definition. Mine was not a secular definition. I gave it okay. as an example define... in a sentence, hoping that you would use that contextual even make it clues to understand the meaning. David, sorry. Sorry for the back and forth. Hey, I know it's making it. you feel so like, ah. This no, 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 my guy. No, I, I just need you to explain. I explain, <laughs> Hove. Okay. Define it, the words. Okay, ubiquitous. When something becomes more prevalent, when it's now very <laughs> common, 
Uh, hey, thank you. Did you did you did you did you die? No. Sorry, yeah, sorry, did sorry. Did you lose your voice? Sorry, no. sorry. Don't be ah. angry. Uh-huh. So is is um you know that show of thing happens a lot in in you know this part of the world, and it's very bad. It's annoying to be honest, but you know because I don't really go out too much, I don't see it more than I need to. Now, that's one thing. Second thing is there is a strategy behind that kind of lifestyle for certain types of people. Now, it may not necessarily mean that they are being flamboyant with the things that they have, but they are always like making splashes here and there where their name is always you know, in the public eye. Someone like um, Elon Musk is like that now. Part of Elon Musk's wealth generation relies on him being in the public eye as often as he is it's like a it's like a, it's like part of the machine of the of the money making you know uh it's part of the scheme let's say i don't want to use the word scheme because that makes it seem like it's something nefarious but it's part of the whole package of you know being a billionaire so it's not you know it's not there are billionaires that are just silent they're just doing what they're doing and you know they are hugely successful and then there's billionaires that need you know, with stockholders, with their stock prices and all of that, like they need to sort of be in the public eye to a certain degree to kind of keep that, you know, engine rolling of that, you know, of that wealth of their business. Another example of a billionaire like that is um, uh, Richard Branson from Virgin. He's also like that. You know, he kind of, although it's kind of like watered down a little bit now because, you know, he's obviously getting older and all of that, but... You know, that's another example of someone like that. So, yeah, it happens. It happens sometimes like that. Hmm. Cool. You said one big word, but I'm not going to fight you about it. Hey, what's the, what's it the big word now? I forgot to. You said a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you said a lot. I forgot the word. But um, yeah, so um, David, what did you think? You said you wanted to let Ho finish. I think he's finished his point. And I, yeah. I think I get what he's saying. But what's your, your point about this particular side of things? Okay, so before I drop my own two cents, I think the word you wanted to say was nefarious because <laughs> I heard him say that. Yeah, I was going to fight him for it. But before he gives us example, I think he will get it. Like, 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 uh, it is well. Well, just because you went to Covenant University doesn't mean you know already. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I went to UD. It's not Covenant, but it's a university, okay? Anyway, um, <laughs> David, what are you saying? <laughs> so I actually wanted to point out something, right? Um, so David was saying um, how Elon Musk and Richard Branson are always in the spotlight. But we're in the spotlight when it started off. You know, like, that's... That's, that's the a, point. That's, yeah, they were not in... Yeah, you know right. So, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, there's going to get to that point, And you would know, as a person driving the ship, you would know that, okay... Even in the spotlight, they weren't that flamboyant compared to, like, what, what's a typical uh, business... I don't know how yeah. to say without do sounding you, off. Well, yeah. What do a typical you, average you know, person would know, be like, sorry, you understand? Just to, sorry to cut both of you off, but do you know the funny thing that... I mean, I, I always kind of subconsciously knew this, but it was never like at the top of mind. So I watched, you know how they always say like, oh, 
you know, uh, what's this guy's name? This uh, Facebook guy, Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, he just wears, he just yeah, wears t-shirt. t-shirt and, um, uh, that t-shirt. If that you t-shirt. know how much it costs, hmm. hey, you pay your rent. guy. Yeah. You see? You see, and, 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 and the person, the video I was watching, I gave an example. So there's this show, um, an American TV series called Succession. I haven't watched it, but I think from what I gather is about a wealthy business family and, you know, and all of, and the drama around Succession and all of that. And the wardrobe of the, uh, the wardrobe of the main family of the show, like they, they don't, you know, they are obviously really wealthy. So, and that's what the show is about, covering the lives of, you know, a particularly wealthy family and their business and their drama and all that that comes with it. The wardrobe of, you know, that is portrayed for these characters within the family is not necessarily, you know, they're not wearing, they're not carrying gold on their, on their eyebrows or anything, you know, like that, anything like that. They are wearing... Said you know, yeah, yeah, dead. because some people now it's like they, they they are going crazy. Like, ah, I have this, I have, the, and they are doing crazier and crazier things to prove that oh, I have arrived at somewhere. You know, this they wear t-shirts, they wear normal, you know, insulated jackets and all that, but they have, they are, you know, when you say something is a brand, you know, there's a there's a class of mm. wealth that. You don't wear Gucci or or or, or, or Versace. You don't that that's no, not brand. That's do you know Gucci, Gucci and Gucci and what's it called? They've they've they have in terms of social values actually low now compared to like other brands. I'll talk about that later. But yeah, you know, sorry, yeah, the, sorry for yeah, cutting you off. Well, like they don't they don't wear in quotes designers. What is that? No, 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 no. That's for that's for you people. You who can go and you know you go you can stroke your eagles with all that kind of stuff these people are wearing brands that you've never heard of before and it's just a t-shirt mm. that mark zuckerberg's t-shirt eh? hey, if you guys give me one in fact the guy the guy that the guys uh that was talking about it I was like if you touch the the material you know that ah Amor, this one is not just shirt though it's designed <laughs> not just to shirt. portray simplicity but mm. the work that has gone into make it that exudes elegance so it's like it gets to one level that you're not you don't wear designer clothes again in quotes so anyway yeah Mm. david back to you (laughs) sorry david hope hope is just very (laughs) sorry guys you guys i feel like um what david said last um, actually drives on the points you know like the the person driving the ship is the is um, the brand, you know, so mm. everything has to speak, right? Um, yeah. Just like you said, something about simplicity, how the person portrays, you know, message of simplicity. So, depending on what the, the business is about, CEO or whoever the founder is, you know, has to also portray that and how he dresses, you know, how how he speaks, how he, you know, relate with the public and all that. So. Everything goes to the brand. Everything is all about the company. Everything is all about the revenue. Everything is all about the profits. <laughs> you know, so I feel, I feel like, um, but in, 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 in other, in, in, um, in other news, um, anyone who's just starting off, you know, and you want to get to that level of affluence, you know, and influence that all these billionaires of today join, you need to just build some, take it step by step. So, 
trying to avoid um, I'm not saying it's not good to not post your your success or your achievement on social media. I'm not against it, right? But um don't let that swallow your actual um yeah. your actual focus there. Yeah. So it's not like you're trying to show people that you are right. <laughs> You could also just be doing it to, you know, market yourself. Yeah. But don't let it become you are not doing it from a point of Yeah, don't let I want to don't let marketing now become the business. Rather you know, when (laughs) Yeah, when now the marketing (laughs) aspect is now the entire business model. You know, yeah, I get I get what you mean. (laughs) We sabi do that in die for this country. Ah, Guy, it's like guy. It's like you be waiting ah, for the stuff guy, just to like let's guy. go. Or business, the business gone, gone down, down. It's, it's in the gutter, but the marketing, try. <laughs> oh, more man. I tell you, <laughs> guy. Honestly, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 what I think I would really want to say about that. Okay. Mm. Well, I would just say that you know. And I think, you know, one, one thing I want to touch on is, you know, the quality, uh, quality of a product and specifically, you know, as it contains, you know, the food industry. So I'll give you an example. There was, okay, I'll give you a very popular example. The one I'll just give is a bit personal. So people may not be able to relate with it, with it. Um, so Domino's Pizza, right? Domino's Pizza is in Nigeria and has been for quite a, quite a few years. Unfortunately, if you go to Domino's Pizza now, this is my personal opinion, right? And oh, I believe Here we go. This, this opinion is shared by a, a multitude of others. <clears throat> what if it's not? No, I, be, I, well, I said I believe so. If it's not, well, my belief will be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Domino's Pizza is now bread and steel. Glory, <laughs> bread and glorified steel. bread <laughs> scream glorified <laughs> and you see that's what i say marketing glorified glorified bread and stew when dominus has started out oh my god i mean sorry yeah sorry to cut to cut in it because in this thing you said here yeah, i just said it to my sister last week you know she bought um domino pizza mm-hmm. well, and she gave me a piece I'm like what is this <laughs> Just like bread and, bread and, bread and better than <laughs> <this>. <laughs> wow. Because I feel like um they don't just respect us in this country, right? Maybe let me, let me generalize it. They don't respect Africans because when you go outside, like to the US, and you taste Coca Cola or you taste Domino Pizza, it's way different from what mm. they are giving us here. We like the quality is like ah. Okay, so I think I think there's an element to that, to this problem where what you just said is the case. However, what I was trying to point out is sometimes you have to take into account how difficult it is for these businesses to run as efficiently as they do in some other countries, considering all the hurdles that exist in our environment, tax-wise, you know, infrastructure-wise and all of that. Hmm. For example, now, Thanks. power. Disrespect. The power, the power uh, issue for a fast food industry 
for a fast food uh, uh, franchise, power is a huge part of their operation. Is a huge part of their operation. And if the money or funds that they would use to get the highest quality of products, you know, whether it be the kind of bread that they get or how long they store bread before they, you know, get a new batch, you know, the amount of time, uh, the, the kind of, you know, meats that they get, all, all the, you know, all those things, all those things, you know, have to be taken into account when you're trying to run, you know, this kind of thing. And, you know, what reason why I said that is not just an issue of maybe they don't respect us or anything. If you look at our own, you know, where is Tasty Fried Chicken now? Hmm. Where is Sweet Sensation? Where is Mr. Big? You know, Sorry. all the, you know, all, <laughs> I you know, all exactly, you know, it's not just an international where they, they just came and, I mean, yeah, there's an element where maybe that is the case, but running that kind of business in this country, ah, um, I think we are doing we are doing more harm to them than good. And you know, back to Domino's Pizza, I don't, I don't, I don't just think that it's like they just thought, oh, these guys are idiots. We've already given them what the good stuff is, so now we can just be lazy and they just keep giving us their money. I don't think that is all that there is to how to, I don't think there's that's all there is to explain the decline in quality of Domino's Pizza and you know all these other brands. I think it also has to do with the difficulty of running such a business in this country. Most of the eateries don't last more than 10, 15, maybe 20 years. After that, they just die out. There was this one that was very popular you know, in VI back in the day, Munchies. Where are they now? No way. Yeah, you, you know, so you know, it's not it's not just an international. I think it's a it's a local thing that we have to try and figure out how can we create an environment where these businesses in this industry can do well. And I don't know if we juxtapose that with um, you know places like White House or you know all these bookers that you know run. Out, I don't know. Maybe their own their own cost of operation is lower. I would, I would assume so. Their politics is different, though. You could think that their politics is also different. All those yeah, and stuff, yeah, like, and their cost their of is, is not as high. Mm. The... All those issues yeah. now, you go there, mm. you're, they'll come and say, tax for this, tax for that, tax for that. Ah, generate 30 budget. Mm. Yay, what are we going to do? Yeah, go and buy another gen. <laughs> the other gen that you have bought is money that they are supposed to use to buy new bread. Though. They can't buy it. You get mm-hmm. So you know some of these things. Once once they they coagulate, it becomes really a really hard problem for all these businesses. Ah, Lord, coagulate! <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, ah, it's like I'll be holding dictionary. I'll be just be giving people like definition as they are talking. Cause boy, what is this? How is that? <laughs> what are you doing? Why you are you? Okay then. <laughs> Okay. Mm. Guys, there's always going to be a comment section. So tell me if I'm just bugging, right? Or is this guy just giving nah, you big English for just, just to show off that he went to cover that university? You're just right. It's really you. Eh? Us that did not go to cover that now. Wait till ah. they do now. Hulk yes, ma'am. Well, I don't get.
But um, so David, you say you own a business, right? Yes. So how 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 did you like in terms of you starting? Because how long have you been in business for? If I may ask. Also, I I, I went actively into it twenty nineteen. Okay. So that's like four years now. Okay. Oh wow, that's that's really cool. So when you started, let's say before twenty nineteen and the whole foundation and everything. So walk us through the process process and also tell us the setbacks that you experienced and how you were able to come, overcome it or maybe you left it like that. You know, I think that I think I'm really interested to know because I've never met someone who has actually started a business in Nigeria from scratch and they're young. So it'll be very interesting to hear. So um, um, I think it was during it was actually when I finished university, which was twenty sixteen. You know, mm-hmm. I, I had this idea of going into the brick industry, and then I went to do my NYC states. Well, I think that was when I actually started um, planning the business concept. Right. Thankfully, uh, where I stayed, there was a cocoa merchant. So there was a whole lot I learned from him, <laughs> you know, starting off. I didn't want to go into, I mean, and I think there's a general rule of thumb, right? You don't go into something without adequate knowledge. So I was always having conversations with him. And anytime I saw, so this guy is in a village in Edo State for almost every two weeks. Oh, sorry, once every two weeks, he makes over more than 46 million because um, about four Dangote size trucks come to his warehouse a mm. uh, stadium group of companies that ones who he has contract with purchase every Friday those trucks will go. they load themselves they, they load up and they go each truck in fact, it's more than it's more than forty. What am I even saying? Each truck was nineteen. So if we're going to do the calculation now, nineteen times uh, four. I don't know if someone has a calculator. Okay, that's seventy-six. Mm. Can you imagine? Like it was, it was just that crazy. So, so um, that was that was actually like how you know I started off learning from. Um, people like him and trying to understand okay what's what aspect of the sector am I going to play? But agriculture was really big and it was either you wanted you wanted to go into the production or you wanted to go into processing or uh, marketing or logistics or finance. Mm. A whole lot. Or you actually want to go into the food industry, you know, yeah. and maybe start up a restaurant or something. So yeah. Um that was how I was able to read up on so many I was absorbing so many things at that point in time. You know, and I eventually settled for the, um, the marketing aspect. So, you know, having to do with work with farmers, cooperatives, agribusiness companies, and helping mm. to you know market their produce to people who would need it. So that was really um, the direction of where we were, or rather, right. that was the direction of what we wanted to do. Mm. So we, we in 2018, um, I think one of the challenges was having to find a proper um, person or let me say a mentor that I could really learn or let me say put me on the path of you know success. Mm. It was really tough. 
<laughs> Tell us, let us know. Let us know. So that the Lord say, Oh, look at David, he he did this, he did that, but we don't know that. Ah, there's a lot he had to do before he got to this point or before he's getting to you know the point you're going to be in the next few years. Do you understand? Because so, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think I think this the, the aspect of that was I feel is a Nigerian, don't even say Nigerian, African thing. Mm. I don't know, we don't like helping ourselves. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get I get what you mean. It's like yeah. I, we, I we suffer, suffer to get here. You to suffer joy. Oh this is your topic, I swear. <laughs> we we wallow in our suffering. <laughs> ah God. There's something that there's something that my, my dad used to say. He says that this big that the big people here, like big men and big women, when they get to the top, <laughs> they just cut off the ladder. Which is kind of true, right? Because yeah, you no, know, they, they, they really like don't want. Yeah, because they really don't want you to get to where they are. So mm. they just cut off the ladder and say, "You go, also go and find your own ladder to and climb up." <laughs> you get, yeah. I think it's everywhere in a way. Like it's also, I think it's also, I think it's everywhere too. Because there are some, no, there are some really. things. Okay. Because well, I, yeah. It's it's everywhere, but I feel in Africa, or let me worse. say in Nigeria, it's prevalent. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because I guess it's right now, yeah. I mean, even if your idea is trash, but you're able to confidently speak about it, you'd find an investor that would back you up, a VC that that's back true. You. That's but true. But yeah, that's where true. you want to see him? <laughs> it's not like it's not like it's not like people people are not getting it. <laughs> let, done, me, but let me let me just give you let me give you an example that that of course, no, you have experience. experience. Of course, let me give you an example that for that. <laughs> of course, expatiate on this point that David is trying to. There we go. Mm-hmm. Expatiate. If you if you look mm. at the typical <laughs> job posting in Nigeria or Lagos, they will they will say they will tell you they will tell you uh, uh what's it called now entry level right requirements. Yeah, David, tell me if I'm lying. You see. Five years experience, entry, entry level, level. Five, <laughs> five years experience, or three, or some, you know, something ridiculous. Must know how to do, and then they go on a list of how you must do completely different jobs. Mm. And, and then, and then, like and then they will now, they now have the <laughs> to quote Jordan Peterson, quasi demonic goal to even to not write. Competitive salary. Where you not? Where you not hear the competitive salary? Ah, young people are suffering. Guy, my guy told me this guy is is an engineer. He so one job they told him competitive salary. When he guess how much they were offering him. This is a this is a graduate. He has like three or four certifications. And you know, in the IT kind of cybersecurity stuff, that's a big thing. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Oh, so, that's big. And and guess how much they guess how just guess. Yeah, David, give me your number. Guess how much they said they want to give him as competitive salary. <laughs> just just guess. Just give me the number. <laughs> just guess. Ah, uh, let's see. Okay, three hundred. Yeah. <laughs> like you. What's your own guess? It can't be three hundred, considering his certification and how big um, cybersecurity. I'm thinking like six hundred. Okay. Let me tell you how much they offered him: sixty thousand naira. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! 
this not this Whoa. not some my cousin's brothers, uncles, nephews, aunties. Oh, this is like this I is know him. This is my though. guy. Cyber security. So this not cyber security gist. He's my guy. How wow. to him? He told me say he can't. Yeah, I can't. Can never. Can never be me. Like I'm gonna leave this country. I know. If 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 I'm like they are slapping his face. Like, ah, 60k. So <laughs> it was. Wow, 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 wow. That's actually shocking. Oh, the guy Vex, come on. <laughs> he, he, le- he left the Tavi place, so he never even answered them. He just stood up and left. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it was funny. Like, it's painful. Like, those kind of jobs, like, they, they will now make you, like, jump yeah. hoops, do, do tests. And then you now you do know all what? those things. I realize you that unpopular opinion. This is unpopular opinion. No, I've put caveat to unpopular opinion. Maybe they should just <laughs> for jobs like that. They should just put guys. He meant he put um like a like a um uh what, what, what a spanner in the works. Something out of yes. out of the yeah mm-hmm. caveat. Caveat to just something caveat different. Uh, something that's what he uh, means. Uh, unpopular opinion. Maybe for all these kind of job postings, do you know what they should do? David, they just put in brackets beside the, the, the beside the, the beside the job description slavery. <laughs> I'm done. Slavery <laughs> may be included. Or or just put the salary on the advert. Let the people make a decision. Don't do just make it, talk to don't them plump again. everything up and then make them come. <laughs> yes. Just put the salary on it. Let's know what we are dealing with. It's, yeah, like imagine imagine if you've like been looking for a job for like two three years and you see this job you see all the glossy wordings of the advertisement everything and like okay okay i can do this i can do this and then you you have to study some sort of questioning whatever you've done you know interview you know um practice with maybe a friend or somebody who's in this yeah. industry you know you've done all those hard work and maybe you are in ireland i have to go into the mainland or whatever only together and in 60k Bro, yeah, someone's gonna die. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, like, bro, like, why would you stress me like that for 60k? Nah, man, it's not gonna make sense. Oh, per month, is it per week or per month? Per month, 60k, <laughs> cyber security, oh, my guy, wow, rubbish. Yo, be honest, yeah. I feel like those those companies don't, or let me say that company doesn't even know what they want. Yeah, I don't they don't read the job. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think they would understand what they're <laughs> about to say to me. I saw, I saw. Wait, sorry, sorry to give. But well, these examples are just too funny. This one, it was actually a friend of mine who. I, I uh, no, friends of boss. No, that Small, small circle. We know ourselves. So, but actually, this is a colleague wow. that you know I had worked, uh, I had worked with on another project for a company for an international company so that's that's how uh she now sent me this message so i now saw the message i was like ah, why is she sending me you know this job kinny that's you know because she's a designer right i'm mm. a ux writer so we work there's overlay between our roles but it's not the exact same thing so I was like, ah, this one is more of a designer, Kenina. Why is she sending it to me? That I and she knows that I'm not going back to 
you know, design proper and more specialized uh, professional. So I asked her, why are you sending me? She said, ah, just look at it now, read it first, then you now, then see what, see why, you know why I sent it to you. So this job posting, they wrote UX research. That's one, that's the entire profession on its own. No? You must be able to do that. Mm. You must be able to understand coding language. You must be able to do, you, you must be able another. to do design and then uh, have some marketing skills as well. That was everything they put. I was, from that, I was really like, ah, these job descriptions are all over the place now. They are not, which job are they trying to offer the person? Guess what mm. they now wrote? That pesky, annoying sentence. Or is it a phrase or clause? Competitive salary. Do you know what they put, do you know what they put beside Eesh. it? <laughs> 45,000. Oh, sweet Lord. <laughs> nah, that's, that's actually insulting. I said, ah, Oh no. 45k. You know, I think some people they just used to make, I'm convinced that maybe they used to make this thing up as no. as a joke. No, no, this this is this is it. <laughs> no, no, I think I I can I can vision it now. So imagine I have a company, yeah. I have a, I have a company, yeah. So basically, I'm saying that with HR, like, hmm, it's like quick way we need a cybersecurity person. So uh cyber security, is it not just to make sure that uh, the emails does not get leaked? It's not, it's not that bad. Let's say mm, that kind, let's say how much how much can we give them? Twenty five K. I'll be like, ah no, no, if it's twenty five K. No, it's more than that. Nah. Is it really? Are you serious? Okay. How much can we just give them? Mm, let's say maybe sixty K. Uh, it's enough, it's enough. Uh-uh. How old are they that? How much do they need sixty K for? How how old how old are these people? Young people, get okay, young people, young people, sixty K is a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's it? They're not married, they are single. What they need is uh, more than sixty K for. So that's you know, how they did You know what? To, to, to that point, to that point. <laughs> I just want to say I just want to say something. <laughs> David, you know, you remember when we when we were in school, right? And um we had we had this particular lecturer. <clears throat> I don't want to mention his name, but anyway, you know, there was one time time when he told us in class, right? Because, you know, we both studied psychology in school and he was like, in his experience, a lot of people that he had uh, taught in school were going into HR and he was angry about that. David, I don't know if you can remember the lecture I'm talking about. That was angry. A lot of people are just, they'll come get their degree in psychology and next thing, they're doing HR. So, <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, so, you know, when he said that, and I'm like, why is this guy so, you know, why does he, what's the big deal? Ah, HR, people need to do it now and all of that. So, I mean, we take it as a, you know, as a point of pride so to speak, that, you know, with a psychology degree, you can literally walk anywhere as long as there are people there. So, you know, I couldn't understand it, but anyway, I just let it as well. That's his own point of view. Until I now, years later, I'm now like, okay, I kind of get why after getting a degree in psychology, working in HR might be, might be a complete waste of time. Mm-hmm. Most, mm-hmm. most HR departments in a lot of companies are the biggest redundancies within the entire organization. Now, why do I say that? If done incorrectly, which is the case 
most of the time, right? If done incorrectly, which is the case most of the time, HR is not there <clears throat> for you, the employee. They are there for the company, for management, in order to manage you. And the reason why that's important is because a lot of, you know, there's this kind of idea that, oh, you know, why HR, why here? It's kind of like, um, people try to equate it to kind of like student council when they're in, when they're in university, you know, how the student council is kind of like for the students, right? A representation of the mm. students to, you know, the, uh, management of the, of the school and all of that. that so it, people kind of think that that's the dynamic that exists in the corporate world in an organization whereby, okay, HR is kind of like our student, our employee council, you know, for us kind of like a link to management is a lie. It's not like that too. If done incorrectly, which is the case most of the time. Mm. HR is there to protect management and the company's image and all of that from you, the employee. Now, it's not always like that, to be fair. However, in my experience, from what I've heard from people say that work in HR, that have worked there for decades, have retired, what I've heard is, Omar, no go believe, say, <laughs> HR people now your guy. <laughs> they not be your guy at all. Not, and, you know, it's not, and it's not, you know, it's not a personal thing to, you know, attack or look at people who work in HR in any type of way. It's not, that's not my point. But it's just, you know, the dynamic within certain organizations, you have to be vigilant of it. You get, so you know how to operate within, mm. you know, within that, within that uh, corporate, corporate world or corporate space. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, David, you're telling us about how you started and we just went on a different <laughs> defense road. So please carry on from where you stopped, if you can remember. I really apologize for this. See, welcome <laughs> to the Outside Out Podcast. This is what we do, basically. So, um, yeah. Um, so you were talking about, like, how you started um, the, the hard bit. So you said it was difficult and I was like, tell us the difficult parts and how you overcame them. So, yeah, the, um, <clears throat> I was, I think I was, I was talking about finding support yeah yes yeah you know yeah. from from mentors um so like i said not and i think that's really how everyone starts off you know you find a bunch of set of people that are not really ready yet to support whatever you know your dream or course is mm. so just figure it out yourself right and i feel that was like the process i went through at that time you get so it was let me say it was part of the process it was because I, I kind of see it like um growth is in, is in uh, you know is in phases right mm -hmm. certain challenges come to you you just have to face it and that's how you you grow into what you want to become so um i had this man that or uh, let me say yeah yeah it was and that was it was um kind of big in the industry at that time in the terms of um he knew certain buttons to push, certain buttons to press, you know, to make things work. So I opened up to him. I was like, this is what, you know, I have in mind and I would like you to be a part of this, blah, blah, blah. 
And yeah, we kind of set the ball rolling. And um, it now turned out to be that he was trying to, uh, what's the word now? He was trying to clamp me down by saying that I should work for him. While, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> then kind of like put my company under, so my company yes. become like a subsidiary under yeah. his own company and he would be the boss. His, his children, I don't even know, if, I think he told me one time that children are overseas and stuff. And like, so at the end of the day, you know, I mean, you can't really tell what the future will do because what if they mm. eventually like kick me out and stuff? Yeah. And something I labored for, you know, and so mm. I'm like, nah, it doesn't make any sense. But why, plan- but why though? Why do you need to do that? Try just just help you or even be, not even partner, just yes. oh, this is my, you know, my protege or like my someone I'm mentoring and they they did this. Kind of like, I never understood that, um, you see, mentality now where you have to, you know, take charge of someone else's, you know, work or idea and then add it to your own. So mm-hmm. I don't, I never understood that. All I, like, what I would think is, okay, someone would be like, okay, you're here, this is your idea, okay, I can just help you out and then go and fly, you know, do what you need to do. You've, I've given you all the resources, you know, I've, I've helped you with all the mental resources you need and that's that. I never understood the whole, um, you come and work for me and, you know, let's do this together. I never, never got that. That's so weird. How did you feel when, like, he gave that, um, that, um, what's that word, suggestion? So I, I kind of, I kind of felt like, um, like I was rejected, mm. <laughs> you know, and I was, because I, I feel at that point I was seeing a lot of rejections, right? left right center yeah mm. <laughs> so um <clears throat> i felt rejected i felt betrayed as well you know because i've mm. done certain things already for his own company you yeah. know i've been able to i in fact at some point i even brought in some investors you know to his mm. own particular business and stuff so it's it didn't just go right you know, I, mm. but although I was glad though that the investors were able to recoup back their money when things went south, mm. <laughs> that was I feel like that that's one thing that made me happy about when you know when the relationship ended. But mm. it, you know during that time, I I just felt really rejected and betrayed as well. Does that like affect? Sorry, I just ju- I just have so many questions. Once you said mm-hmm. that, like, does that kind of affect the way you treat deal with people now in terms of what? when someone goes, oh, I want to be part of your, you know, of your company or stuff like that, does that give you that kind of, like, do you have some sort of less, you don't really trust people that much. Do you have that kind of feeling of, okay, why are you here? Is there something else to it? Why are you trying to be nice? Lack of a better word. Like, how do you, like, how do you treat people now based on that experience you've had? I was actually um, introspecting because mm. I do a lot of that, you know. You, you do um, not call out his big word, though. Introspecting. Hmm. Okay. okay. <laughs> that hey. is not a big word. Ah. Everyone uses it. Introspecting. Because okay. the problem. <laughs> what's that word? I can't even say you, you're a trippy cuss. So what's that word you say? You're a trippy cuss. Savvy. Octopus. That one man. that you use. Come on now. Introspect. <laughs> In cooking cuss. Take a cuss. That one, Sha. It's different. <laughs> Sorry, Jerry. <laughs> that one. Thank you. <laughs> sorry <laughs> go on Dave don't mind you I, I was I was actually introspecting you know um, this morning and I would always understand when people would um, you know would, would change their attitude to other persons 
that they meet mm. in the future because of certain, you know, past behavior or past experiences. Um, I, I, I would always understand, right? But for someone like me, right, it, it really doesn't change anything. Right? Mm. This is just me. This is how I approach people, you know, when I meet them. And um, that experience just made me to gain more wisdom. Mm. I think that's that's basically just you know, know how to handle people, know how to relate with people, know when they are willing to help you, know when they are willing to go the extra mile. So there are certain indicators that would show that okay, this person is in with me, you know, for the long haul, or this person mm. is just trying to look for what to um, patch on. Can you give us moment. an example of you know, <laughs> you know, some of so, those indicators that you know young people who are starting out should try and look for? Just a few yeah. to look out for, yeah. So um, I think first thing I would say is once you're able to identify that, okay, because the first thing you need to identify if the person you are trying to build a relationship with is his values or he has something to offer. Um, so if that person has passed that test, you know, okay, this person has something to offer or she has something to offer, then um, get to know each other. You know, like get to understand, share your values, share your visions together. And if the other person is um, coming from the point of maybe self selfishness or from a point of entitlement, that can be a red flag. Yeah. Okay. You know, so many. It's, it's just like when you're trying to start a relationship yeah. with a woman. It's pretty much. The- or a man, you know. Let's be inclusive. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> what did what what sorry, did you drink last I night? Help Bud Light? I'm sorry, sorry. Did you have some Bud Lights last night. <laughs> Funny, ha ha ha. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> so yeah, like it's just like that. You know, it's the same thing too when you're trying to have a business partner because you guys will be doing a lot of things together, rubbing minds, doing you know, going through the challenges and the happiness and the bumpy ride together. So all those things that you would consider red flag in a biz in um yeah in a business partner, you know, you should actually look for those things. Selfishness, entitlement, um laziness, you know, mm. they are pushing out work to you. <laughs> um mm. what else? They are they are trying to pick on your brain, you know, and they are not but let me just let me just term it as openness. If you are more open to the person, you know, than how that person is open to you, it could be an indicator as well. Mm, you know, okay. you want to check it out and know that, okay, is it that you are not, is it that you're hiding something from me? Because, I mean, as a business partner, you should be transparent with each other. You know, you should um, be able to tell um, the other person, you know, what you're working on, what you're, where, where you're, you know, um, what you're thinking about at the moment and where you think you know, this partnership would go to. So if all those things are even, you know, all those indicators are showing, uh, then it's kind of like like a red flag. But when you just start out, you may not know these things, right? You may just go you may just just be excited, you know, the what's that? Is it um dopamine? Okay. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's a dopamine rush, you're excited, you're like, yeah, I'll be a partner, but we have a co founder and stuff and you're just so excited about it and you didn't pause to really like you know observe and look at i mean um because i did an accelerator program and typically it, before you make things legal with your co-founder 
there must have been a basis of relationship with that co-founder. You know, you guys must have had certain projects that you've worked on, you know, and it must always be accounted for in the sense of, uh, let's say you and I work on a project now. I need to know your your level of interest on that project. I need to know um, how you are able to execute the project. I need to know the kind of person you are on a particular kind of project. I need to know your stress level, all those kind of things. Just like what um, David was saying when we started about social battery. Mm-hmm. I've made a social battery before. Today the first day I edit. You're welcome. <laughs> but, you know, so, um, something like that, yeah, you need to be able to tell if um, know how that person behaves to a particular mm-hmm. to project so that you can now be able to make a decision and know if you guys are complementary mm. and if you'll be able to do things together. So, you know, you just, there are a lot of boxes you need to check. You know, don't just rush into a partnership with someone. You need to really, like, figure out things. But mm. all in all, um, that's not changing my mindset towards people. It doesn't mean I, I trust people less. It just means I give everyone fair chance of... Um, of gaining access. <laughs> mm. So what would you Because yeah. you know there are different definitions of what fair chance looks like. So for you, what mm. does fair chance look like? Um so first of all, you must you must be a very you must have value, first of all. You know mm. <laughs> there is something that I feel like I'm gaining from you. And I'm I'm not saying it from a selfish point of view because oh, yeah, we have, I, I, I believe that there's something to gain something. Everybody has to gain yeah. something from you. Know. <laughs> Because I believe that there's something you would also gain from me, right? But mm-hmm. first of all, what it needs for me to is we are going to start this relationship. And mm-hmm. um, what's your level of openness? You know, because you have to be open to the other person. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll term it, I'll also term it as transparency too, you know. So you have to be open to me. And if I find those two things, you know, available, then I think I'll be willing to give the person a, a trial so okay. yeah that's that's like a fair chance you know instead of i would i wouldn't even unlike before i wouldn't even think of those indicators <laughs> i yeah. just rush and see it hmm. yeah it's it's really important that anyone going into business young people going into business you know should really look out for hmm. So in terms of like paperwork now so we've talked about like um, dealing with other people and stuff like that so in terms of government and starting a business as a young person what's that like so you're facing okay let me not list them but what's that like you're dealing with nigerian government and everything they offer you as a business young business starter so what's that like for you are you saying like the government offers me something that's if they they offered anything (laughs) so like when i say government stuff like maybe i don't know electricity you know startups if um your your business plan who you had to go to do you have to work for some sort of license, that kind of stuff? Uh well the, the government Nigerian government don't need to help anyone like that. <laughs> you dare on your you know, own. So, yeah. I was waiting for you to say something. I was like, you where are you? Own, you are quiet. Wow. They won't be like understand what what that there, there was there was something one of my friends because yeah he created a product that um the civil service could use and he went to pitch to them <laughs> yeah, i regretted doing it <laughs> well uh, that reminds me of something i'll tell you just later but yeah can you 
They just couldn't understand what the hell is up to. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you want someone like that? And it was actually a good product because it's mm. going to help their, um, you know, them um, automate all their, you know, paperwork and all those things. You know, when you go to the government, Guys, wicked. You don't know that it's, it's for police car. How can you be telling them to automate things? You want paper so you can say, oh, building, bomb, paper, disappear. You get that kind of... How would you, how would you want to automate anything? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm being silly. Sorry, but yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, the, the, the government sometimes um, do not really understand mm. the value of, it, of, you know, building startups in their, in their states or in their country. Mm. And that's why there's no much support. But I feel um, recently, well, there has been a little bit of, you know, them putting, well, let me say, collaborating with other private institutions to support, you know, entrepreneurs. But it's not, it's not enough. It can never even mm. be enough. But I feel they need to do better. You Would know? you say it's because they don't see the value of doing that? Because then again, like, I don't mean to sound ageist. No, I think, no, I but... don't think it's because, I, I, I feel it's because their interests are not, the interest is not just there. That's not the interest. Mm, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, maybe it's because of old age and they think that, okay, the, the, I, the way they know is just the right way. So they can't, you can't really introduce any new concepts. They are more interested in building bridges, coming up with contracts. <laughs> mm, I see. I see. I see that oh, spent, that reminds me of a very funny story. $600 billion or something. Yeah. <laughs> and that's and true. they can't see it. <laughs> you know. Um, I just remember the story of this guy. Um, he had like a like a presentation, um, talking about like saving stuff in the cloud and stuff like that. And then someone from government was like, "Okay, so, okay, so you're going to save in the cloud. So what's going to happen when it rains? You know, that kind of stuff." And I was like, um, <laughs> "Like, what will happen to the information? You know, it's going to rain. You get." So ah. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> So <laughs> you get <laughs> so that was like maybe it's because of the like not understanding yeah. the value of these things and you know oh, but sometimes God. you question like these people travel abroad just and these government officials they see how people are then again they might not pay attention because that's not where why they travel but you know you might you might think that you know there are some things they would note of and be like okay let's try it in our country but then again you said you know what's the interest what how would it benefit them and stuff like that. That's that's a good point. So in terms of like, so what kind of license? Because I would assume, or maybe not. Did you have to like have some sort of license or some sort of government um, certification? I'm talking like you. Know, I, again, I don't know. <laughs> that's what I'm asking. <laughs> and most people might not know either. Like in terms yeah. of you starting something in agriculture. Uh, you, well, for okay, in agriculture, right? Mm. But for me, or, or I, your, I for yourself, yeah. No, for me, I, I I didn't need any government license, nothing. Okay. Like, no certification. So I just the well certification in the sense of registering the business, yes, mm. and uh, also like registering our identity in the part of it. But any other kind of certification, uh, um, okay. But of course, if you are going to start a food business, you need to get certification, MAFDAP, all these kind of things. Uh, yeah. Maybe yeah. a trademark as well, and all that. Mm. Um, then you may need to get certification from. Um, Commodity associations, you know, like rice farmers associations, uh, mm. uh, poultry farmers associations, you know, depending on what you're doing. Mm. So, as I said, first, when you have an idea, you need to like <clears throat> study, you know, gain, get more information about the industry or the market you want to target. Yeah. So that you know what yeah. to do, you know, to mm. set the ball, to set the ball rolling. Mm. 
But um, for un- for any other kind of in- I know particularly for fintech, you have to get license mm. to even start. You know, and sometimes I think this license could be very very expensive. Yet, mm-hmm. so mm. um, I think about about government, you just need to figure out exactly you want to um, work with them. If at all you have to with government, you know you have to figure out how exactly you want to work with them. So you know so that you don't. Um, you don't shoot yourself in the leg. Mm, okay. Someone, someone, someone would always say. I, I, I heard someone say that if you ever want to eat with, um, you no, know, dine with the government, um, have a long, long spoon. Long spoon. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I also heard a bit. I think this was even what Jack Ma said. Um, former CEO of Alibaba, he said, um, don't, was it don't, don't marry the government. But fall no fall in love with the government, but don't marry the government. Mm. <laughs> you know, something yeah, that was that was actually what I said. Fall in love with the government, but don't marry the government. So mm, more of deep. like you know, <laughs> that's that's, 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 our, that's our topic for today. That's <laughs> yeah. going to be the topic. Featuring so, David, don't fall in love with the government. Fall in love with government. Don't marry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So, so um, think, for marketing, bit sorry, I didn't mean to cut you short. We're gonna say something. No, no, just you could just go on. Yeah, yeah sorry if I cut you short. Like so many questions, I just want to get them out quickly. Um, for that marketing bit, because I know that you know, for marketing, for some, for some, um, the look of marketing is maybe poster, you know, advert here and there, maybe um, signing people to be um, ambassadors and stuff like that. So what does marketing look like in your area of things? And how do you communicate that to like farmers and, you know, those kind of people who's, who don't, who might not really see marketing as an important factor of their their business or their work in agriculture? Okay, so um, hmm. marketing, <laughs> because I, I've kind of like come to realize that Certain things will make your marketing work, mm. such as branding, mm. you know, most important branding. Then, uh, <clears throat> well, I, I wouldn't say advertising, but branding, yeah. So, how you brand your, your product or your service will really determine how far your business will go. Mm. Because for anyone, think about it. Um, before you make any purchasing decision, you you make it based on a lot of times you make it based on emotion, based on how that product or service make us feel after. Mm. So, as a business person, what you should be aiming for is um, how do I want people to feel after they use my service? How do I want people to feel after they use my product? You know, and not just printing out flyers, posters, and buying um, banners and stuff. Um, let me just digress a bit there was this company i can't remember their name but i, I think i saw a tweet of how that instead of them doing um spending so much money on getting um putting their their brands on mm. banners and stuff on maryland um sorry at maryland and Ikeja, they rather just bought t-shirts for um street streets for these guys that hawk stuff at uh, when there's yeah. traffic mm-hmm. ahead and they said that that simple thing that they did, like pulled a lot of traffic to their platform. Mm. I think it's a is a loaning app or something. I can't remember, but it was very recent. I can't remember the name of the company. So like they really understood how to target their customers. Mm. Imagine if they are just 
being the convention like gone the conventional way okay um let's spend 10 million naira on you know putting banners displaying in led you know banners and stuff and mm. i mean they're just burning cash nobody's looking at it you know so it's it was um it was it was like a game changer for them mm. you know? and i feel like when when you want to start your business, you know, before you start spending money on printing anything or carrying out social media, well, yeah, you carry social media ads. You need to really understand how you want people to feel about your product. So once you are able to get that, like, okay, you want people to feel this way about your product, then you begin to. That's how you create your brand strategy. You know, you, it also goes down to the colors you use, goes down to so many mm. things you do, mm. and the partners as well that you need to work with. That's where the marketing now comes into force. Mm. So the marketing would now have, you know, plans like, okay, we need to carry out, um, maybe have agents that will wear your t-shirts, wear your branded caps, or you need to attend seminars or conferences to be able to, you know, share your product to, you know, the attendees of those seminars. You know, different things. You begin to break it down into the very basic things, right? Mm. Um I was doing, because I, I'm currently doing like a study in advertising and marketing communication. So um, I figured out that the big brands that we use today, Apple, uh, Nest, Nescafe, I don't know if I pronounced that well, but <laughs> um, which other food industries there? So many of them, Pepsi, Coca-Cola, all of them. Mm. What makes them still sustain in the or one of the things that make them to still sustain in the market is because they they are able to you know consistently maintain consistency <laughs> i don't know if yeah if, it makes that, sense that, <laughs> like hope hope would have um, would have spoken if you said it wrong so it seems you're right let's carry on <laughs> mm-hmm. yes, let, me, let me give let me give an instance um <laughs> Let me give you an instance. When when Nescafe went to Japan, um, they wanted to launch there. You know, the, the, the Asians are more popular. They they know tea, they don't know coffee. Mm. So, um, they wanted to, they, but they felt like you know this is a very good market for them to come in. And when after doing focus group, you know, discussions with you know their target audiences and stuff, then they rolled out. Uh, their their products in you know almost all the malls did ad- advertising spent a lot of money <clears throat> but nobody bought their but their stuff they even had coffee shops nobody was coming oh. <laughs> like ah people who don't focus group and will say that they will take coffee <laughs> what's not happening so they they got um in touch with a particular uh, marketing guru um Dr Clutter Clutter Rappel I hope I got that right. The French, the French man, and he's a very, very genius. Like, let me just say, the marketing genius. Mm. So, what he told them was that, um, the, you know, the, the Nescafe is a coffee brand. It's not a tea brand. Um, Japanese have grown right from young, you know, to smell tea, to you know, um, be in love with tea. So he advised them that they should, you know. Creates this um, sweets. How am I going to put it now? Candies, you know, coffee candies and stuff. And you know, they did that, and it kind of helped them with how 
because it, it started reorienting the Japanese, you know, on how to um, um, get familiar with the, with the taste of coffee. Mm. So you, you see what I'm saying? Just very basic thing, right, that mm. they did kind of reoriented the Japanese minds into, you know, getting in love with coffee. Hmm. So you could actually read, read up more about the guy, you know, and what he did to, to the Nescafe brand in Japan. And I, I mean, he has done something similar as well to um, to the Jeep, the Jeep model. That's the car, the automobile. You know, um, you know, when they changed, well, I'm, I'm not going to go into so many details, but basically, that's just you know how it is to help brands, you know, to get to win the market, to dominate the market. You know, so it always comes with from the point of. Um, what are the very little things that you know keeps people engaged to a particular product or service? Hmm. Try to work on that. Perfect that. That's how you create an excellent product. You know, just perfect it. So it's it's a lot of um, back and forth you have to do with your customers to know what yeah. exactly keeps them involved with your with your product hmm. you know, and just win the market. Yeah. So it's not it's not going to be easy though, but I mean it's worth it really. Yeah. So for you, like you do, so I'll guess your your own client base is like the the farmers, those who like deal with the food growing and stuff like my, that, my, right? Or is is it yeah. is it more than that? Than our client base is um. So the farmers, the farmers don't pay us any money. So okay. I wouldn't really say they are our customers, but they okay. are, I mean we have to we have to serve them <laughs> mm-hmm. because they pull after customers, which is the companies, agribusiness companies, okay. you know, companies like. Uh, Grand Series, UAC, uh, Olam, mm. Top Fields. I've mm. just mentioned them, so you can find anyone that you're familiar with. Yeah. You know, so those are the guys that pay us money. You know, at the end of the day, the person that's paying you money is like a customer. Yeah. But we do serve the, the farmers with, you know, um, relevant market information that they need for their businesses. Mm, and okay. obviously, because it's an industry where um, everyone benefits from each other. In terms of the products that these agribusiness companies are creating, it's not for you, it's not for you and me, you know, on this call. It's actually for the farmers. Mm. So um, they use our platform as an opportunity to advertise their products. And, you know, the farmers are aware of it. Then we also keep the farmers glued to our platform through. Um, sensitizing them on you know commodity relevant commodity information commodity prices mm. uh, what to expect in terms of weather forecast as well you know oh, what nice. to expect wow. in terms of um, um, how this commodity is going to trade over the next few mm. weeks or the next few months or the next few quarters so they are like having information at their fingertips and they are not just acting blindly mm. you know, because that's one thing that market information is like one of the key reasons why um agriculture is still kind of back like you know backwards in mm. this in this part of the world because people are just acting based on how they how they feel they're not acting with the actual information that you need you know mm. if you have information that um maybe this particular commodity would sell within this market you wouldn't you wouldn't take action because you don't have that information so you keep the products then and these are, these are products that you can't keep for a long time, you know. Mm. Yeah. So it just goes to waste. So for for we, that's just how we really keep our community engaged, and we always involve ourselves. How we market ourselves is basically through going for exhibitions, 
because it's really important. It's going for exhibition at conferences where we can meet um, agribusiness companies. You know, we can introduce our, our service to them. We can also meet farmers and introduce our service to them. Then we also carry out social media advertising promotions. Um, uh, we are, in a way too, we we are trying to want to start organizing industry events too, but <laughs> that's like in the pipeline. Yeah. Then uh, <laughs> we also prefer consult um, consultation services to both. Okay, so I think this is where the farmers can become our customer, but it mm. depends on um, the kind of farmer. When I mean kind of farmer, I mean like the level of the farmer. Yeah. You know, so for consultation services for farmers to go big. You know, they can actually reach out to us and uh, agribusiness companies as well want to start maybe processing facility could actually reach out to us. You know, that's where we can help them. Then, um, we also might, yeah, w- word of mouth as well, very effective, you know, like maybe creating a kind of referral bonus or something for customers who refer you to, you know, to, um, to customers. I'm sorry to other customers. You know, that, that would, that really helps because. Word of mouth is always a very powerful marketing tool. So those are the ways we don't do any flyers or or uh, what's it called or banners. No, I didn't. <laughs> even radio, mm. even down to radio jingles, we don't or TV. Yeah, I think TV that's run out of out of style now. The whole radio and banners. <laughs> not really, though, because depend that depends on the nature of your business and how you've been able to understand the kind of brand you want to create. Mm, okay. I did radio jingle once and it was a waste of my money. <laughs> because before I even did it, I had this, I had this, um, I was thinking about it. I was like, I think I'm going to waste my money doing this stuff. Mm. But I said, let me just give it a shot. You never can tell. <laughs> mm. So I did it. I, I received calls though, but it wasn't the kind of call I was expecting. Mm. And I did it like twice, you know. So it was, but anyway, lessons learned. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Oh wow, well, we can go for two hours if you let me to it, because like um, I'm I'm into marketing. However, it has got my heart because the money is there. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I just left the whole marketing thing, and I've been burned so many times in that in that aspect. So I just left it for a bit. But it's, it's nice to hear that your 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 um your doing great i would say like with what you said and and your your products looks like it's no it's it, it is going to um last the test of time because of the different things you're offering so you're, you're servicing both sides if if you want to say that um that's pretty cool um yeah i think think you know i thought maybe we'd do something fun but it's like hope no it's, not uh, even... it's all right yes go, on, <laughs> go ahead you have the green light <laughs> You say have a green light. This is supposed to be your episode, bro. Ah. I'm helping you here. To host. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was what. Always, always switch it yeah. up once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I don't have any more questions. You know, my questions have been answered. Um. I was looking for something funny to say, but I think I'm not a comedian. I ran out of jokes. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, no worries. You make say, us laugh all the time. Um, thank you. Why are you lying? <laughs> Why are you lying? Wait, are you guys at laughing you. with me or at me? There are two different things here. Why are you? Why did you just answer me like that? You should have just paused so, so that at least you thought about up. it before answering the question. I want it twice. <laughs> 
you are so rude. You are very rude. And it's not you that went to Covenant at university. You just have to say, but it is well. Very, very rude human being. But um, no, for real, David, thank you so much for coming to the show. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I wasn't like I was drilling you too much with so much questions. I was just so fascinated with your job, with your work. Um, is there a way we can also, um, for people listening who are interested in what you're doing, um, is there a way you want them to contact you maybe on social media or even give your number? You never know. Um, yeah. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> you know, yeah, you never know. Good. Yeah. So give us I your social media handles and stuff like that. Yeah. I guess I'll probably just give my number and an email. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. We'll t- then we'll put it on the description. Then and it's the, it's just email and your number, or there's also a social media people can also um follow and also look at your work. My social media handle. I have to start spelling it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. No problem. Okay, guys. If you're interested, I would actually put all the information on the description, right? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'll, I think that's better. Yeah, I'll put it on this description. Or do you want to say it out, but then they'll find the spelling on their description? Uh, well, we, we could do both. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Okay, so you, they could actually reach me with my phone number, um, 081-753-84364. I guess I'll repeat. 081-753-84364. Guys, clearly for um, business, so thank you. <laughs> or if, if it's others then you can you can you can say but for me i'll just say clearly for business thank you <laughs> then the other my email is um team mm. team at agribrenda.com okay so i guess let me spell the group so i'm going to make mistake a g r i c v e n d o r.com so that's team at agribrenda.com um Okay, so our social media page, our business social media page is Agri Vendor across okay. all platforms. Agri Vendor, yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll provide the details so that they can find it in the description. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, this has been amazing. Um, thank you so much, David, for joining us. Um, in case we made you a bit no, uncomfortable, no, I apologize. No, no. You can't be uncomfortable. <laughs> Hope is Zanigu. He flies <laughs> high in the sky. Hope is ever <laughs> mad. <though. laughs> That's the fakest laugh. But yeah, welcome, welcome to our Tatapo family. Welcome, laugh with that. Can you stop it? <laughs> That's how my... I laugh normally. That's my talking to you. You're welcome. Anyway, <laughs> okay, that was my point. Anyway, just were quiet. Why are you quiet? Well, I tried to hear what you want to say now. Maybe you make us laugh again. I'll just try tell what you take over till I'm tired. Thank you very much. I think my job here is done. Um thank you guys. I've been your amazing host because hope you're just quiet. Um low IQ. And thank you so much, David. I know that Hope wants to like take it over from here. So Hope take take Thanks it away. Thank you so much, David, for joining us. Thanks guys for listening. We hope that we have been able to keep you entertained, informed and maybe make make you feel a little bit uncomfortable as well because you know we like it's our job it's our job Um, thank you guys so much we appreciate you um we'll leave the contact for our guest today david the businessman uh in the description and don't forget to comment leave your comments we'll we love to read them uh when they come in and um yeah 
thank you guys so much we appreciate you thank you david let's let's oh. where's my round of applause wait hold on i have to find it we've got 60 seconds here give us no we have to do it because it's not easy you get hold on where's my round of applause please <laughs> We have a lot. There we go. Yay. That is the one. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Take a bow, David. Take a bow. Okay, thank you. This chaos was interesting, trust me. Yes, definitely, because it was amazing. No, for real, like it was very detailed. I love the fact that, like, we spoke about like the humane part of starting a business, you know, dealing with another person, how you felt with. You know, certain things that happen, even setbacks, and you're still here after like four years or more. You know, and, and, I, and I, I'm, I can't wait to see the next five years, six years. And I can't wait to see you like on, you know, TV, TED Talks. You know, I can see it coming. So, you know, we're looking forward to it. <laughs> looking forward to it. Um, yeah. Okay. Bye, everybody. Before I keep talking again. Bye. bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Nepa. <laughs> yeah, you. Thank you, Jennifer. <laughs> 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 All right, bye, everyone. <laughs> right, thank you, guys.